You have found the Run Around Iowa, the podcast that's dedicated to news and interviews with the athletes, coaches, and personalities who are making headlines in college cross country, track and field, road running, trail running, and triathlon in the state of Iowa. And now from the home office in Clive, here is your host, Lance Bergeson. Hello, everyone. This is the Valentine's Day edition of the Run Around Iowa. As I'm recording this, it is Valentine's Day, and I'm here in my office doing this. In honor of the holiday, I decided to do something a little different from what I've been doing with uh, this podcast on Mondays. Um, today, I'm going to do kind of my 14 in honor of the day, 14th of February. I'm going to do the 14th events, uh, results, I want to say the results that I really loved over the weekend. So I'm going to do 14, the top results here. Um, and, and what the criteria is going to be, it's going to be a little different. It's going to be kind of who, you know, who's setting school records, who's setting NCAA records. Uh, we, yeah, yes, it did happen. We did have uh, a monumental uh, performance uh, over the weekend in Ames. Um, you know, or it could be even a huge PR if, if there's an athlete, uh, college or pro, that reeled off a huge PR over the weekend. They can get there. So these are the 14, 14 top performances that I saw across. Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, NAIA, and NJCAA, all of them, and of course uh, the the pros as well. All of those performances. So that is going to be coming up. Hope you're going to be looking forward to that. And we had a lot of uh, exciting uh, stuff going on. Of course, the ISU Classic was in Ames. Um, I already mentioned, uh, you know, that, that, uh, some phenomenal performances there. The Dempsey Indoor, a couple people uh, running there are going to meet, are going to make the list. Um, some runners uh, that were competing in Michigan, um, there at the NAIA level, you had people at the South Dakota meet. So, uh, all around, there was a lot of people competing, so I'm going to be getting to those 14 performances I loved over the weekend. But first, it is time for the news. <clears throat> and I'm going to start off with a little bit of a clarification and correction, uh, and this is on Eric Sawinski. Um, he ran, uh, uh, he finished runner-up at the uh, Dr. Sander 800 meet at the Armory in New York last weekend, and um, I did not realize this, but uh, he posted um, that it's the second fastest time that he ran of his career indoors, a 146.26, um, and that um, that uh, is topped only by three men right now in the indoor rankings in the world, so he's got the number four time. He's only trailing uh, guys like Bryce Hopple of the U.S., who ran a 146.05 at the Milrose Games, and the guy who he lost to at the Dr. Sander uh, Columbia Challenge, that was Shane Strike of the Atlanta Track Club, who ran 146.07 that day, but his, I did not realize 146.26 is uh, his number two time ever. So I wanted to make sure I got that out, that that was uh, simply a great performance. Um, and also, I did mention that um, when Genoa McIver 
uh, ran that 115.36 to set the 600 meters record at Iowa. I thought it was Eric Swinsky's record, but it's not. Um, he, um, he, Eric is not, uh, not quite uh, there, not quite among the fastest in Iowa history. Um, and with the 600, probably a little too fast for him, um, generally. Um, but he, um, but the, the, the uh, former record was Wayne Lawrence Jr. Um, from the Hawkeyes in 2020. He held the record for a 600 meters at 116.55. So McIver, uh, the, the talented freshman uh, from California, just uh, <laughs> dropped the hammer on that record with that 115.36. At that Wazoric Invitational, um, Swinski ran a 116.48, so that was a phenomenal time uh, that Eric ran there when he did lose to McIver. Um, that was when McIver um, uh, set the record initially. He broke Wayne Lawrence's record there, and then he reset it a week ago. Um, so that's uh, that was at uh, Notre Dame. So that's um, that's how the all-time records stand at Iowa. I uh, saw a news release from the Drake Relays. This was <laughs> pretty interesting. They're going to have the the uh, the Relays night as part of the Drake men's basketball game here coming up on Wednesday, two days from t- uh, today, and they're going to do something fun. Um, they are going to have. Um, several runners who are going to collectively try to run a half marathon during the course of the game. So they're going to team up and run different legs here during the game, (laughs) trying to get to 13.1 miles in before uh, roughly the two-hour basketball game is done. And uh, if if and when that does get met, that 13.1 miles gets met, uh, Wellmark is committed to donating 1300 to the Iowa Kids Strong program, which is the official beneficiary of the Grand Blue Mile. And why do I mention the Grand Blue Mile? Well, because uh, that is going to have a flash sale coming up um, as you listen to this. It's Tuesday. Um, it's coming up Tuesday and Wednesday on the 15th and 16th of February, two-day flash sale of $10. So you want to get in for that. That's the cheapest price you're going to find it there. Um, regularly, it's going to go up uh, to 20 bucks for adults after that. So, But that's <laughs> kind of fun that they're going to do this. Uh, they're going to run a half marathon around the, uh, I assume, the uh, you know outside of the track there up on top during the game. Uh, I'm, that's a, a brilliant little uh, uh, publicity there, um, uh, ploy by Drake University to get some, to pump up the the uh, uh, Drake relays coming up. You know, they've, I know they've had in the past, they've had like shot putters and, you know, show up uh, during relays night, but this is a little uh, different quirk there. Uh, involved with uh, with that Drake men's basketball game, so if you want to uh, go to the game Wednesday and watch the watch the runners uh, take turns doing laps, uh, you go uh, go ahead and do it, and um, hope they make make that uh, goal of thirteen hundred the Iowa Kids Strong program, which is a really great program, um, helping uh, kids uh, get involved in running. Um, 
And one other note here, Eli Kaczynski, I noticed on um, Instagram, former Wartburg uh, All-American in cross-country and a national qualifier in the 10,000, he has uh, uh, joined the staff of the uh, Erskine College cross-country and track and field. Um, Eli is a former northeast of Goose Lake runner. Um, he's from Charlotte, Iowa initially, but now he's out in South Carolina. Um, he's going to uh, be working with those young student-athletes there at Erskine. Um, it's a private Christian college uh, in, I love this name, Due West, South Carolina. Uh, <laughs> uh, Due West, yes, D-U-E West, South Carolina. So it's a liberal arts college, uh, and it's got a graduate theological seminary, actually. It was founded 1839 um, by a bunch of Presbyterians. So they are, by the way, NCAA Division II um, as a member of the, the uh, Carolinas Conference. So we wish Eli the best as he um, starts his new venture out in South Carolina. Okay, it's time. I'm going to jump into these 14 performances that I absolutely loved over the weekend. And in no, in no particular order except for I'm going to leave the final two at the end that I felt are the most superior. But up until then, we're going to sprinkle in all different divisions here. And uh, if there is a meet um, that has two of the same uh, events, those are going to be back-to-back. -back. So I'm going to start off here with the Dempsey Indoor. And this was... Um, a really fast indoor meet here hosted by the University of Washington, uh, Washington University. And um, um, you had some phenomenal performances um, here in the 3,000 and 5,000 on Friday night. And I am going to start off with Joshua Yeager, uh, the former center point Urbana, Drake University, and South Dakota State athlete who not only uh, won his heat, he won section six of seven at the Dempsey Indoor. He won his heat by uh, 0.29 of a second over Oklahoma State's Ryan Shop. Um, running 746.19, that is a Minnesota distance elite record by Josh Yeager. He's only been with the team less than a year, and here he is uh, taking down the team record there at, uh, at that really, really good um, pro team out of the Twin Cities. Um, and, and, to, and to put a real bow on this, um, he not only set that record, he um, defeated his own teammate, Colin Abert, by over 10 seconds in that race. So he had team honors in that um, uh, race as well. But he uh, improved more than 8 seconds off his 3,000 time when he set a PR uh, for the first time this winter, and set a South Dakota State uh, record uh, at the at at Brookings at the Jack Rabbit facility. There, um, he had set that facility record at their meet uh, last month. 
running 754.86. Well, he, he he beats that by eight seconds running at the Dempsey indoors. So Josh Yeager really loved his effort there, 746.19. And he wasn't even in the fastest section. There was a section seven uh, that was even faster. But uh, great running by him. Um, he's really um, taking off. His pro, his pro career is really, uh, really improving so much since going to Minnesota Distance Elite. It's, it's really fun to see that progress. Also at the Husky Classic, Iowa State's Thomas Pollard. Um, Got to mention him here. Um, he <laughs> continues to chop time off his PR. Um, he continues to do it in the 3,000 and the 5,000. This time he was running in the 5,000. His previous best, 1345.34. That was in December at Arkansas at their fast track. Well, he took almost uh, seven seconds off that time with a 1338.82 effort. For the former Gilbert uh, High Prep, that moves him to fourth all-time in Iowa State Indoor 5000 history. And, um, well, he's he's only trailing three guys who have won um, NCAA championships. Uh, Wesley Kipto, Edwin Kurgat, and Jonah Koetch. That's the only three guys that have run faster than Thomas Pollard in the 5000 indoors. Um, and he's only, and those are the only four men that have ever broken, uh, 1340 for the 5,000. So, um, fantastic, uh, running by Thomas Pollard. Um, just, um, you know, just having a fantastic final season in Ames. When you consider what he did in the, in the fall, he earned his first all American honors in cross country, um, with that 21st place finish at uh, in Florida at Tallahassee. Um, he um, led the Cyclones to second place nationally, got a nice trophy there, um, and he was also all-region at the uh, NCAA Midwest Regional uh, with a 10th place finish, so he was all-region for the third time in his cross-country career. So uh, what a season it's been, and he just continues to set PR after PR. And I'm going to have um, Abby Caldwell on the show just a little bit later after our I'm gonna after uh, another cyclone. I'm gonna be mentioning. Um, we're gonna go to Abby uh, at that point. We're gonna break up the uh, break up this list of 14. Uh, but we'll have Abby uh, on to talk about uh, Thomas Pollard. Counting them down now. Number 12, I'm going to tap into the junior college ranks. And this was a very good performance performance by Iowa Central freshman Yerid Kadan. Uh, he not only won the 600 meters at the SDSU Indoor Classic, but his time of 118.58 was a meet record. Uh, it took down, I kept wanting to uh, call him Turd Ferguson, but it was Trey Ferguson of Sioux Falls. Um, he, uh, the meet record of 119.17 easily took down by the freshman Yared Kadan. Um, and um, he set a new uh, school record in the process as well uh, for the Tritons. Um, didn't miss the facility record 
by a whole lot either. It was 117.42, so he was just over a second behind Wayland Baptist runner. So uh, Kadan um, has a, had a very uh, great day there. Um, his time was uh, over a second ahead of a Concordia Moorhead runner in uh, in the runner-up position. So uh, Kadan, who is a freshman, as I mentioned, and he is from Sweden. Um, he's Eskilstano, Eskilstuna, Eskilstuna, Sweden is where he's from. Um, he's uh, really looking good for nationals there. So uh, Division Two, NCAA Division Two. This guy I've mentioned a lot during this podcast, and again, it was Miles Bach who broke another uh, Nebraska Kearney record, and it comes uh, interestingly after um, his teammate um, uh, Ben Aaron's, uh, his own teammate um, had broken Miles Bach's record in the 3000 uh, the day before. Um, ben Aaron's um, ran 812.96 to uh, defeat uh, the mark that uh, Miles, who is a Center Point Urbana graduate, had run last month, um, his 814.46 times. So on the heels of that, he loses his school record. He comes out the next day in the 5000, finishes sixth overall, and he runs 1417.42 to break a 27-year-old school record. It had stood since February of 1995, a guy named Ivan Ivanov. I remember him. He used to run in road races around uh, Iowa. But anyway, he is uh, in the Hall of Fame in Nebraska Kearney, and his time was 14.22.29. So Bach takes that down easily by almost five seconds. And um, <laughs> again, having a tremendous indoor season. He's a sophomore with Nebraska Kearney. And like I said, he finished sixth in that race in the Ichabod Invitational in Topeka. The winner, by the way, was uh, J.P. Rutledge of Missouri Southern in 14.08. So that's the way that went down there. Moving back to Division One for my next highlight, and this one was at the really fast Boston University David Hemery Invitational uh, two days ago. And it was great to see this guy back in action. He's been missing all winter, but former Dowling Catholic prep Matthew Carmody, um, he really blitzed a 5,000, um, making his season debut. He ran 1327, 34 um, <laughs> to uh, run an outstanding time on that fast track. Um, his teammate, uh, Dylan Jacobs, was ahead of him. Uh, Jacobs was 17th in that race in 13-14, but still a great season debut for Carmody, um, who's a sophomore uh, with the Irish. Um, and it comes at a meet where, i, I got to mention this, his own teammate, Jared Nagus, um, broke an 18-year-old collegiate record. Uh, for the 3,000 indoors when he ran 7.38.13, breaking the record of Arkansas's Alistair Craig that had stood since 2004. Craig 
his record of 738-59 is, is, is defeated. But for our purposes here, it's Matthew Carmody who, well, I've already mentioned, you know, Pollard ran a, ran a real fantastic time to get, um, you know, I mentioned him. He ran 1338. Well, I've got to mention Matthew Carmody. He runs 1327, uh, 11 seconds faster than that at Boston. So uh, great to see him back in action. Nine top performances by individuals or relays to come. And I say relays because my next two entries are both relays. I'm going off to the Division Three ranks now for NCAA. And it was a very competitive meet at the Grand Valley State University Big Meet in Allendale, Michigan, where the number two ranked Loris College men's track and field team um, felt like they had a good shot at setting maybe the distance medley uh, record uh, for the all-time record. Um, it had been 946.95, and indeed they did um, best the record. Um, Wyatt Kelly, Carter Oberfell, Mike Jossa, and Ryan Harvey ran 945.33 to go under that all-time record. But unfortunately, the night before, two other colleges had already broken that record. John Carroll University ran 941.56 on Friday, the 11th, and Williams College also broke the record running 942.29. So when Laura stepped on the track, they knew they'd have to run even faster than 946.95 to get the record. <clears throat> they did run faster than that, but they needed to run a bit faster. But nevertheless, still, uh, it's phenomenal that the top three times all time um, in NCAA Division Three history were set on the same weekend. And um, I'm looking forward to the fireworks there for <coughs> NCAA Division Three nationals uh, when these squads get together. Um, this group has, has really been outstanding. Uh, Wyatt Kelly is a junior from Hudson, by the way. Oberfell, a junior from Dubuque Wallert. Jossa is a senior from Fairfax, Iowa, former Cedar Rapids Prairie runner. And Harvey's the only guy who's not um, uh, an Iowa native out of this whole group. Um, for Jossa, by the way, he's having a phenomenal year. He's the national leader in the 800 meters. Um, and he's also looking good to qualify for the 400 as well. As well. <coughs> and... Um, by the way, for the 800, he's not only the national leader, he's got the fifth best time all time for Division Three. So he's having a phenomenal senior season. Oberfell also um, right behind him in the 800. He's ranked third in, uh, in the 800 in Division Three, So he's looking good to qualify for nationals. And Harvey, Ryan Harvey is in the top 10 in the mile. Um, so all of them looking good to qualify for indoor nationals. So that's Loris College. I'll be mentioning them one more time, though. Uh, Grandview. Uh, Got to go to NAIA. Speaking of relays. And um, they uh, took down the uh, record at the uh, Bulldog Fieldhouse in the 4x8. Uh, that record... Uh, went down. Uh, the group of Tyler 
Miller, Ben Hoftelin, Carter Heiser, and Isaiah Whitrock. They ran 748.03 to get the uh, NAIA automatic qualifying standard for NAIA Nationals. They also uh, ran the second fastest time in the NAIA, getting it done there. Um, they topped Indiana Wesleyan by uh, just over a second in that meet, 749.77. Dort, by the way, Dort College was 753.73 for fourth. So this group um, for Grandview um, continues to um, uh, do great things here uh, on the season, um, getting that automatic qualifying time. Like I said, number two time uh, in the NAIA, and then they're all Iowans. Um, uh, Tyler Miller is from uh, Madrid. Uh, ben Hoftelin is from Osage. Carter Heiser is from Oskaloosa. And Isaiah Whitrock is a senior from Richland. So um, that's uh, great running there by the Grandview men. Um, and they were the only um, um, one at Seward, Nebraska. They were uh, the only one I'm going to mention here that ran at Concordia University there. Now up to number seven here. And this was... Simpson College's Spencer Moon. He was running at the South Dakota State Indoor Classic on Friday, and he uh, took down a record from 1985. Uh, I'm not good with math, but that's <laughs> that's a long time. That's 37 years. Um, he is now the all-time leader in the 5,000s. At Simpson College, he ran 1422.41 to place fourth in that um, in that uh, 5,000. Um, well, yeah, it was the 5,000. Sorry, not the 3,000. Um, so, previous record, by the way, was Danny Bauer, who um, ran 1425.87 uh, during that 1985 season. So Spencer. As a school record, he is a South Central of Calhoun runner, and um, his teammate, by the way, I want to mention him, Ryan Courtney, he uh, ran over 30 seconds off his PR in that 3,000 meters uh, at that uh, same meet, so uh, uh, congratulations to Ryan Courtney, who was from Humboldt uh, for there, but Spencer Moon uh, checks in at number seven on this list for that uh, phenomenal effort there. Um, Courtney, by the way, ran 835, so that's a huge jump for him, and he's a senior now, and he has the third best time in school history, so I'm kind of lopping on here a little bit. Six great performances to go, and I'm going to stay in the NCAA Division Three ranks, and it was Joe Freeberger of Wartburg College who went up against the big boys at the Iowa State Classic, and he definitely held his own. He finished ninth overall in uh, in the 5,000 meters. Uh, he ran 14-12-27, the native of Holy Cross and former Western Dubuque prep. That's what he ran, and that... Reset the American Rivers Conference record 
also as well as the Wartburg College record in the 5,000 meters. So phenomenal running by Joe. Um, you remember him. Um, he um, he had that uh, great cross-country season where he finished All-American in the fall, uh, eighth place, uh, running 23.58. Uh, at Nationals. Wartburg was the number one team coming in. They did not um, have as great a meet as they wanted, but he got his second All-American honor there in cross-country, and he looks very good for getting uh, All-American honors as well for indoor track and field. So um, it's tough to go up against those big schools, but he ha uh, held his own, like I said, ninth place with that 14-12 time his teammate, by the way, Christopher Collett, running at UW Whitewater, he uh, he broke the school record, the Wartburg record, by three seconds, running eight sixteen forty six. There, um, I'm going to stay with uh, the Iowa State Classic for this next runner, and what a talented freshman he is, Max Murphy, former Pleasant Valley prep. Uh, he ran only the second. 5,000 meters of his college career, and he improved by almost 30 seconds um, to run in a fifth-place finish, 14.01.48, nearly broke 14 minutes, just his second 5K of all time. That moves him up to number five all-time at Iowa. So um, this young kid, um, he's from Bettendorf, former Pleasant Valley uh, prep, um, his, his coach, as the uh, Iowa assistant coach, Randy Hazenbank, said this is going to be a really good distance for him. Um, <laughs> that's what he said. His teammate, Nick Trattner, by the way, um, also ran a career best um, to finish 7th in 1408-62. He's now number 7 uh, in Iowa program history. Murphy, by the way, you look at the improvement here. At the uh, Razorback Invitational a couple weeks ago, he was 20th in 823 uh, in that 3,000. Um, he was uh, almost 30 seconds behind Thomas Pollard and um, of Iowa State, and then um, he was like 16 seconds behind Gable Sieperda of Iowa State. Um, so he makes a big jump um, in improvement in that 5,000. Um, he's been really good at the mile. He was uh, second at the Larry Wazorek mile, um, in January at the home meet there in Iowa city, um, running 405, a PR at the time, which is number eight in Iowa school history. Um, so, uh, he had a runner up finish there behind only Wisconsin's Olin Hacker. So Murphy showing that he can be great at the mile, and uh, maybe even better at the 5,000 uh, as we go forward. Four runners to go, and I'm going to stay at the Iowa State Classic, providing the big highlight on Friday for the host Cyclones was senior Kaylee Logue. She battled the two Haas sisters, Bethany and Megan of Minnesota, in the women's 5,000 meters, and it was Logue who came out on top. Uh, after Madeline Strandamo, the pacer, went off the track, it was down to those three with 2,000 meters to go. But Logue, the native of Kansas, uh, pulled away from the two twins to run a new PR indoors of 1546-24.
For Logue, that's an improvement of more than three seconds. Um, she was already number three in school history for Indoor 5000 at 1550.1, so she takes that down. She still has Lisa Cole to catch at 1529 and Betsy Saina, 1521.66 from 2013. But that's a great list to be on. Uh, for Kaylee Logue, and um, she um, uh, was uh, absolutely phenomenal in this race, um, uh, taking down uh, those two uh, Minnesota runners. Um, and boy, Bethany and Megan have, have really had a great career at Minnesota as well. For Kaylee Logue, she's a four-time All-American, of course, and she was fourth at the NCAA cross-country meet uh, in Florida uh, in November. So, and she's also a three time uh, Big 12 cross country champion. So, look for her to continue to do things, uh, some great things at the Big 12 indoor meet um, coming up in a couple weeks. And now uh, it's about that time. Well, what about Bob? What about Bob? Yes, it is that time to talk to former All-Big 12 performer and former Waverly Show Rock star, Abby Caldwell. Hello, Abby. Hi. Nice photo of you uh, and your boyfriend there on Instagram. You, <laughs> you make a really nice couple. I was Thank really you. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I like that. So uh, exciting. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. It's been fun. <laughs> You're not on Instagram much, so, uh, so I, gotta, I know. I, I gotta know. give you a little bit of give you a little bit of grief, <laughs> uh, but um, you do make a nice you do make a nice couple. Thank um, you. All right, Iowa State Classic was last weekend, and um, another a lot of great performances. Um, I, I, I guess your uh, buddy Kaylee Logue um, would have to be a highlight. Um, uh, defeating the two Haas sisters, Bethany and Megan, in a real shootout there in the in the five thousand on Friday. Yeah, that was that. It it was so exciting. I mean, um, it's definitely uh, not surprising at all. I think that like like the top runners are always going to go back and forth, and the Haas twins are definitely some of the top runners. And so I was happy for Kaylee though that she came out with a good time and everything. And I think that I saw that it was. 16th in indoor the 16th time I don't know if that's changed since then but it's crazy that like that is on the bubble of um making NCAAs if that's correct yeah um Iowa State information has her at 22nd oh okay sure her time (laughs) to look at this I mean it's a phenomenal time uh 1546 but it's almost 30 seconds behind BYU's uh, Courtney Wayman, who has the top time in the nation. Yeah. Years. Courtney's so good, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She was a big threat in the steeple. So. And there's a lot. And there's, there's some gals at 1527, 1533. This is a really, I mean, I'm, I'm going to talk about this again, but it is really getting so competitive uh, at the division one level to get the nationals. These, these, these uh, college kids are running just phenomenal times. Yeah. I mean, like even in the men's mile, I saw that like a three fifty six was not making nationals and that's just yep. insane to me. Yep. So crazy. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a real uh, 
uh, cold water in the face when you when you step off the track and and you run a, a huge indoor PR and you know that oh I'm still not going to nationals yet. So. Yeah, yeah. In so, that in that race, Dana, Dana Fayan wanted to uh, mention her as well. Twenty three second PR, sixteen oh six. That's number eight time in Iowa State history. Um, she's uh, that's that's real positive development for her yeah dana will definitely be dana is going to be one of um our 10k girls i'm assuming like she just keeps she's super solid and she just keeps cutting out times that like show that she's going to be competitive like i think that this is setting her up perfectly for the 10k outdoors so and and i and i I assume they're going to lean on her for indoors um to score some points as well for sure yeah they'll definitely Yep. 5k, 3k, I'm, I'm assuming. So yeah, she should be able to get some points for us. Okay. Wesley Kipto, uh, finishes second in the uh, 3000, mm-hmm. uh, runs seven forty eight thirty uh, seven forty eight ninety eight, just behind his personal best. Um, but I, I but I, it just feels like everybody else in the nation is, passing him by now um you, you know on the, he he does that uh, and a day later uh, notre dame's Jared Nagus sets yeah. the NCAA, ncaa record for 3738 yeah um, wesley's yeah. also looking up at morgan Beetlescombe of michigan state and, and he lost to the air force kid sam gilman so yeah what, um, what is the thinking right now with the iowa state uh, brain press there I think it's just I think it's just so competitive right now that it's really difficult because Wesley's a top runner. He's amazing. He's one of the best at Iowa State. But then um, I just think that collegiate running has just been so competitive that like you can be one of the best and you're still I don't think there's anyone that's just way better than the rest of the field anymore you know like he used to be it seemed yeah. like he was just destroying everyone you know last year and whatnot and I just think that that's not how it is this year so I don't I don't really know what's going on but like he's still one of the best it's just like I think we expect him to win everything you know are they uh, obviously big 12 is you know try to get as many points as you can but looking ahead to indoors he's got third or fourth best time for 5000 yeah. does he just focus on the 5000 is that what it kind of comes down to yeah i don't know Maybe. what they'll that, have him do I could, I could see him um just focusing on one I, it depends like maybe um maybe they have him focus on one and then um and he just like need because he has had a lot of things fall on him. You know, he's expected to score a lot of points and run a lot of events, just like outdoor um, Big Twelves last year. He was running three events, you know, and that's that's a yep. tough, tough thing to do. Yeah. So it's like maybe he just they pull him back a little bit and have him focus on one event. You know, I I don't yeah. know what the plan is, but it'll be interesting to see what Jeremy decides. Yeah. Well, if if. If the goose does run the three thousand, um, as opposed to the mile, you know, everybody yeah. might be running for second place here at this point. Yeah, uh, quite possibly. But he had a really good mile the week before. Uh, Wesley did. Um, yeah. Uh, at Lincoln, that was that was a really good effort there, or, or at the Mayo. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yale Mile. Sorry, it was uh, Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Nice 401 to kind of uh, get the uh, get the legs turning there. Um, that was that was a good performance because he's not a real miler. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then um, Iowa State also uh, shipped um, uh, Thomas Pollard out to. Um, uh, yeah, Husky, Husky Classic. Uh, yeah, he had a big he had PR. Really good run there. Yeah, I, I saw that. That's exciting, and I think I I saw that Iowa State tweeted this, but like I think he's number four in Iowa State history, and it's behind like <laughs> NCAA champions and studs. everything. No, so like nothing but studs being uh, yeah. ahead of him. Yeah. So, um, no, super exciting for him. Um, yeah, I think. I think he'll – he just keeps – this year, he's just been super consistent. And he he seems to always show up, which I think is really hard to show up time after time in mm. Division One sports. And he, yeah. he's really – I think – I'm guessing mentally he's doing great and he's staying healthy. And so it's really – I'm really happy to see that. So. Yeah. Were you kind of surprised that they sent him out to Seattle? But um... – or was it just uh a yeah where... I didn't know that that was happening I until I saw it like I haven't I don't talk to many of the men's runners but um yeah I was I mean the good thing about Iowa State is that they will um always they seem to set the athletes up for success so they're going sure. to like if that was the best thing for Thomas to get a fast time like they're going to do it. They're going to make it work, which I think is really cool because not a lot of programs would do that. So I'm not surprised by it. I just didn't know it was going to happen. I like to see programs like Iowa and Iowa State, you know, go outside the box a little bit. Um, you know, yeah. Iowa could easily stayed in, in, you know, in the state and gone to Ames, but they went down to Arkansas and had a bunch of school records yesterday. So, yeah. So that's, uh, you know, there are a lot of benefits to uh, taking some chances. Yeah, for sure. Um, but like we said, uh, you know, he's run thirteen thirty eight, and that doesn't even get him close to nationals. Um, I know. You've got the top time thirteen oh nine, thirteen fourteen. You got Wesley's thirteen fourteen. Yeah. You know, he's still got to drop a lot more times. So that's yeah. The, uh, that's what we're and talking I- about. How difficult it is. I think a lot of times, um, especially for indoor, like sometimes indoor is just to lead up to outdoors. Like indoor is so, so hard to make nationals because you can run the time any time at any point during the season. So I think that like a lot of these athletes are probably like, like if I were Thomas, I'd be super pumped about getting that time. But like realistically, like that time obviously is not going to make nationals, but it's like, okay, how is this going to set me up for outdoors? How's this mm. going to set me up to score more points in the Big 12? You know what I mean? So I think it's just about shifting your focus sometimes, too. Right, right. So, um, so next weekend, um, they got Arkansas qualifier on the schedule. Uh, is that kind of – in the I, past, they've done kind of the medley down there, isn't that? Yeah, right? I think that, like, if there's some bubble times or something and there's great races, um, they'll – send people out there or else they'll just get ready for big 12s so yeah it seems like they've used that as kind of a race to get that medley improved time yeah. so so look yeah. for that possibly to happen 
Okay, let's look at the Big 12 in two weeks on the on the home surface here. Um, who do you think is going to score here for Iowa State in the distance events? Um, are we going to get? I um, think there's a chance that like Kaylee and Dana. And, yeah, I think Kaylee, Dana, and the 5K. I think in the 3K, I could see um, Kaylee, Dana, MJ, um, Jan, and Jeanette in the mile. Maybe I I don't know what events people are running. I everybody gets thrown in the 3K because um it's the last event, but um but I don't know like it depends how you come off your races and whatnot. But like I think that the I I'm focusing on the distance with the women's distance right now. But like I could see us having a lot of scores in the 3K, 5K, and then we're definitely gonna have someone in the mile, and I could see. Jeanette being in the mile and scoring so yeah 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 so super exciting she's taking a couple good stabs there at that so yeah and on the men's side it looks all really good for um of course Wesley and Thomas to score uh Chad Johnson Chad Chad I see Chad scoring yeah Yeah. he ran 752 and then that mid group two I think like Frank and Lopem and I could see them rocking up some points so yeah, yeah frank's had two two really good uh races in a row on to mention him he's the guy that you know pretty well you guys uh kind of mm-hmm. came to Ames kind of around the same time um uh, mm-hmm. yeah so he's run two 148s consecutively um things are looking good for him um yeah so, so. and then um and then uh, jason gomez had a really um much better effort um yeah well um, he's been kind of in a slump so yeah so they could rack up some big points in that 800 don't you think yes for sure i think they would and also like some of them will probably run the thousand too so they'll split it up so to get the most points there's enough distance events there that uh that's kind of how the how the cyclones kind of get um up in the team uh, race uh yeah Walk because they can score so many points with those distance events. Yeah. Well, thanks for your time there. Don't get blown away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye. Continuing with the Iowa State Classic, got to go here with Drake and Adam Fogg again, their standout runner from Australia, continued to uh, shatter the record books in the men's 3,000 meters. He came up with a huge PR of 751.01, which just absolutely crushed the Drake program indoor record for that distance by 13 seconds. And Fogg is now right on the edge of being in the NCAAs for the 3,000. He is, uh, according to Drake information, 16th in the NCAA right now. So um, Fogg is right there. His teammate, Aziz Jade, by the way, ran 809.98 for the fifth best uh, time in program history. But for Fogg, um, who um, helped the Bulldogs to the Missouri Valley Cross Country Championship, and, of course, he qualified uh, for the NCAAs last year. Um, this is an, another step up for him, um, running the 3,000 so brilliantly there. By the way, for uh, Drake, uh, Brooke Mullins uh, moved into fifth all-time for Drake's uh, 5,000 meters 
um, where she ran 1652-24 in that same event that Kaylee Logue was in. Um, so uh, they're both Australians, <laughs> of course, as Drake has become a very international program there. But um, absolutely uh, phenomenal running by him. Uh, he's put that time way out there now in that 3,000. Uh, extremely talented runner there. Adam Fogg, got to mention him. Um, one and two. The top two are left. And this one was a tough one because anytime you're part of two school records in a weekend, you would think that you uh, should be probably getting top billing here on this podcast. But Mallory King, the University of Iowa senior, uh, got to tip my hat off to her. She broke a tremendous school record uh, at uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas, at the Tyson Invitational. She took down Bethany Praska's uh, record of 205.01, set 11 years ago. The former Davenport Assumption uh, prep ran 204.56. Just a phenomenal performance there. Uh, Finishing third in a great field there. (laughs) You run 204 and finish third. it's, It's very tough. But Iowa Director of Track and Field, Joey Woody, had this to say, Mallory King is a great example of an athlete who just bought in since day one and continues to get better every season. Today was an amazing performance by her. Yes, I would say so. Um, uh, you you got to put uh, Mallory, when you talk about school records, she's all over the record book here for Iowa in the 600 meters. She's number three all-time indoors. With a 128.45 run this year, she trails only Kanik Alexander from 2008, a 127.45, and then Bethany Praska from that same 2011 of 128.14. And then in the 800s out, 800 outdoors, you know she's got to be looking at uh, Praska's uh, school record of 203.78 set in 2011. Um, King's number two all time at 205.23 outdoors. So um, you've got to figure um, running 204.56 indoors. Um, she's definitely going to be topping that for the outdoors. You would you would think if she gets a great day to do it. So um, for for King, um, second team All American last year, in the 800 meters um, when she was 11th. I think the the I think the I think it's looking very great for her coming into Big Tens. Um, as I mentioned, two school records. What else was it? Well, she was on a a relay, a um, <laughs> an incredible four by four that took down the program record of three thirty two thirty eight. They were um, uh, this is Mariel Bruxfort, uh, Tessa Roberts, and Peyton Wenzel. Wenzel, who's an Iowan. They have the number six time in the NCAA this season. Um, like I said, 332-38. And Woody said to cap off the meet with those tremendous school record 4x4 relays was a big exclamation point to the weekend. Um, the school, uh, the men's program also broke the 4x4. But for my purposes here on this show, Mallory King, um, <laughs> she runs on both Um both uh, she has two school records on the same weekend 
and that's absolutely phenomenal for her. And um, and we claim her. She's like I said, a former Davenport Assumption prep, who's really uh, had uh, an outstanding career at Iowa, and it's only getting better. So who's the last one on my list of the 14 performances I loved over the Valentine's Day weekend? Well, it was the incomparable Cassie Parker of Loris College running at the Iowa State Classic. Cassie well put herself in the history books. But first, before I go to that, I want to set this up a little bit because before the race, she learned that her time that we had reported last week run at the Mayo Invitational, a 913.10, actually was not uh, the record for NCAA Division III. Um, she just actually was eight hundredths of a second behind uh, Missy Buttry's time. Uh, her time was 913.02, set in January of 2005, running for Warburg. Missy, of course, uh, now Missy Rock, she ran. Uh, she was a standout for Shenandoah High School. Um, so she learned that, well, she didn't get the indoor 3,000 record set at Notre Dame um, that she thought she had for the all-conditions record. Um, but she did earn uh, National Athlete of the Week uh, by the U.S. Track and Field and Cross Country Coaches Association for that 913.10 set at Notre Dame, nonetheless, as well as, of course, American Rivers Conference, uh, all conference honors that week. But it had to have been disappointing coming into Iowa State knowing that, oh, I just almost got the record. So what does she do? She steps up to the line against all these Division I competitors in this uh, 5,000 meters. And what does she do? But she... Uh, not only comes up with the best performance um, uh, by a Division Three runner, um, she um, she finishes third overall and becomes the first woman ever in Division Three history to run under 16 minutes, a 1558.58 time to absolutely crush. Her previous 5,000 school record, which had been 1650.82, um, set um, last year. But um, wow, I mean, this, um, she's the one and only, the first woman ever in Division Three history to break 16 minutes. Um, she did it in phenomenal fashion. Unfortunately, just like the 3,000 record, it's not going to stand because it's an oversized track, 300 meters at the lead center in Ames, which means that the record for the 200-meter track at the Division Three level still holds at 1605.36, set uh, two seasons ago by Ithaca College's Parley Hannon. But um, nevertheless, it's still a phenomenal achievement. She's still... Um, she still willed those legs all the way around that track um, to get um, that sub-16 and really put herself in the history books. I mean, this is, um, you know, this is, this is like, um, 
uh, Bob Beeman in the long jump as far as NCAA Division Three. This is a big step for um, that division. And uh, the former, um, uh, well, former Clayton Ridge prep uh, from Guttenberg, who has been on my show, um, she's showing again that she is the class of the NCAA Division Three women for the distance races. Um, putting in that phenomenal effort, um, and, you know, as I mentioned, we've already mentioned, uh, you know, Kaylee Logue and, uh, and, and the Haas sister who was right ahead of her. Those are the only two that beat her in this race. So uh, tip of the cap, certainly, to Cassie Parker. Um, and um, I'm, I'm expecting great things at NCAAs coming up uh, in March from her. So that uh, that's my rundown of all of the tremendous performances there. There were so many of them. Um, if you did not make the list or felt like something should have, you can check out my blog at DesMoinesRegister.com. I'll have uh, a lot more there on that website, believe it or not. Um, I've got a pretty comprehensive um, that comes out every week. Um, so you can find uh, there, and that's uh, well-read as well. Um, and I'm excited to announce that today I interviewed three-time NCAA national champion Betsy Sena uh, today, and that blog is coming out in the not-too-distant future. Uh, find out uh, why Betsy's been uh, in Tennessee the last couple months and um, whether um, she's going to continue competitive running after having her first son uh, two days before Christmas. Kalia is his name. So I uh, got a lot to uh, talk with her about. So that podcast with Betsy Sena coming up. Look for that coming out here. Like I said, uh, not too soon from now. So that's that's a wrap here on everything on this Valentine's Day edition of The Run Around Iowa. Until next time, happy running, everyone.